What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Brick by Brick Radio. I'm your host, Chris, a.k.a. Melodic. Nothing you hear in the show is financial advice. The music has seemed to stop. Yeah, just turn that off. Got to play a quick one for, for um, crayons. First time. Let's get it. W. 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 Okay. Enough of that. Just a duo. Yes, sir. Hey, for now. I mean, <laughs> I switched up the time. I mean, it's the weekend. What do you expect? The reality is this is for VXB Radio, the podcast. Just if you are listening online, realize it's we're in a Twitter space, and it's literally just me and IV. We're hanging out. So all we the value vibing. is for them. <laughs> but I'm working on some stuff, bro. There's some things on the go. We got Alan here. He had his first space, I think, last night. I tuned in for as long as I could, but I was—I went to bed fairly early last night, so I wasn't able to hang around too long, but I did check it out. You know, I actually wasn't able to make it. Me, Pat, and Flourish were in a call last night for five hours, just straight talking, building, planning, plotting, scheming. You know, we're ready to take the space by storm. That's all I'm saying. I'd love to see it. I love it. And also, oh, 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 wait, you said and, you said and, what's good? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I got I can go all day, but let's, let's hear it. All right, lovely, lovely. I was going to say, so we were talking about like, you know, the best times of, uh, or like the most active times on Twitter last night. I got this beautiful graphic, um, it's up to date. And on Saturday at this time, you know, today at this time right now is actually one of the one of the more engaging times, one of the more active times of the day. So you picked a good time to host this. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I got some stuff planned today, so I'm trying to get it. I guess you could say out of the way. Um, w. But I mean, that's not being reflected in our audience at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. But I, I also kind of feel like people just come to expect certain times, and um, you know, so exactly, exactly. But we got our man Alan up here with the hand up. Yo, 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 what's good, guys? Um, last night was not uh, my first base, actually. I've been doing them on the weekends for about a month now. Uh, <laughs> Friday night, oh, Saturday morning, Saturday morning around this time, and Sunday morning. Um, trying to reconfigure though. Um, yeah, Chris, last night, uh, that one went on for about an hour and a half. Did you missed it? I had a room, I had about 14 people in there, and we were having some really, really kick-ass conversations, but it didn't pick up until about 10 p.m. my time, so 
probably about an hour after I started. And it was funny because about five after nine, I was, I was like, well, nobody's showing up. I guess I'm just going to call it, call it quits. Um, and people started joining the room and it turned out to be a really good conversation, but that's the um, way I feel like Friday nights are challenging. Um, at least well, it's Friday night for me, you know, there's, it's cool because I know some people that are in Cali and it's not quite time to go out and party for them. <laughs> you know, 9 PM for me is only 6 PM for them. So they're just getting done for dinner and they're, they're ready to chat it up. But, uh, 9 PM, my time, people are getting ready to go out and, you know, hit the, hit the night on the town. Um, and a lot of people that I've met in this space are also overseas and asleep. For example, you guys know Shiv, like I love to have Shiv on, but he's five hours ahead of me. So 9 PM, my time is 2 AM for him. And he's probably, you know, winding down, getting in bed or maybe already asleep by then. So it's, it's tricky with the timing, man. But, um, you know, a guy like me with a full-time job, I just can't do it during the week. Like I'd like to be able to. So I just kind of, kind of make it work where I can, but you know, just, just keep doing what you're doing and obviously it'll grow. You're, you got the, you've got oh, yeah. all the credentials and all the, all the There's, stuff that you need to make to, to make it successful for you. I have no, con- no, no concern whatsoever that you guys will be successful at this. Oh yeah. No, no, no concerns there on my end. Like I, I just enjoy it. So like the success is in the process of creating. And so big W's already. And the other thing I would say as well is like, any time, 24-7 is a good time to host a space. There's always people online. Like, you might have to schedule in and around guests. I mean, that's fair. But you can have a big audience any time of the day. It just ultimately comes down to, like, you know, the audience that you create over over scale. That's true. I, one of the first – my first exposure to space was a few months ago, and it was uh, in the morning as I was getting ready for work. I was kind of bored. I just got done at the gym. I came home, started getting my gear on. And checked out this space. Uh, the host is I am Chill Pill, who is uh, I don't know the guy's real name, but he's got you know almost seventy thousand followers. He's dude, uh, the he's craziest engagement from I've ever met in my life. This man has Facts. literal bots set up in order to <laughs> keep Facts. his engagement up. He's everyone's I mean, probably he's a, botted to hell, bro. Probably. I mean, he's a cool guy. He's a great spaces host. He's he's really he's really engaging. He's uh, he's an articulate speaker. Uh, he's a native of Spain, but he lives in Romania. He's a cool guy, but. Um, that space was fuck 5 a.m. in the morning for me. And I mean, he has 80, 90, 100 people, sometimes more. Um, and it's just a really fun and kind of engaging space, regardless of, of his follower account and however he built it. I don't care about that. The space is actually kind of fun. And it was, like I said, for my first exposure to it, it really kind of made me want to start hosting them myself. Yeah, that's all bullish points. And like, yeah, no, I actually like the dude. I just wish, like, I don't know. I would like him a lot more and probably engage with the content more if I didn't know the way he's building it. But, I mean, that's beside the point, really. The point is it was at a ridiculous time. You still joined and there was an audience. So, I mean, that's the overarching thesis. And I believe that's true. Yeah. yeah I feel that. I used to actually be cool with Chill Pill in the, back in the day. But, yeah, when he started going more the engagement farming route, I, uh, I just kind of stopped engaging with him. I just That was where I had to, like, separate myself. But I still like him. He's still a cool guy. You know, it's funny because, again, that being my first exposure, I was like, wow, this is this is really cool. There's so many different people and so many different points of view. And this is such articulate conversation. I'm really enjoying it. And I, I, I got to the point where I was a regular every morning and I'd, be, you know, I'd come up as a speaker and I'd engage with them. And the topics just kind of flew all over the place. And now I get in there and I'm like, I'm just kind of bored with the conversation because it seems to be 
he complains about Twitter a lot, and there's there's this this common theme of complaining about Elon and complaining about Twitter, and it's this real loose conversation, um, fly by the seat of your pants kind of whatever. And and in some cases that's great, but he tries to direct the flow to the narrative that he's he wants to create, which is fine because it's his space. He's the host, but it never seems to conform to that. Um, and then he gets mad. <laughs> And I don't know. It's just uh, I don't know. Like last night, I had you know I had a theme, and we kept it on on mental health, and we talked about books, and it was it was great conversation. And and it it we went off on tangents, and we talked about personal experiences and things like that, and it was great. Um, but then we kind of got back on topic, and and it happened organically. Like we didn't I didn't direct the flow of traffic. It just we all had a, a similar mindset. We all wanted to be there to talk about the same thing. Whereas in chill space. It's a bunch of people talking about a bunch of different things and everybody takes the stage and they all want to take the mic and just start talking about whatever the hell they want to talk about. Um, and Chillpill doesn't want it designed that way. So yeah, he continues to try to direct the flow of traffic and then it gets out of control. Then you twelve people with their hands up and it just goes to shit. And I'm like, I'm bored with this. <laughs> yeah, I think that happens in a, a lot of spaces. I think that's a tough thing as a host too. The larger your spaces get is it's kind of like it goes back to that herd mentality. Like the more people you get in your space, the more people want to come on stage just to kind of show their face and show what they're about. So it's almost like everyone's doing a presentation uh, about themselves in a sense to try to get that. Um, like it's like a marketing tactic, which is fine. Like that, it's a smart strategy, but it can be tricky as a host to direct the conversation, have a theme when everyone in your audience really is just trying to market themselves. And I think you would, and like that's not true for all spaces, but I think when you grow an audience the way he's nest, he's doing it, where it is engagement farming and cloud chasing, like you're basically just going to have a whole bunch of people who want to essentially use you for the engagement, right? Like if you're, I'm in his Discord, um, I got in, I don't know how I got in, it was like he DM'd me and invited me in. And I was like, oh, this is going to be dope. It's all like content creators, like growth mindset is my thought. And I get in there and they're just like a bunch of like APIs and bots and things you have to sign up to get engagement. It's like, like really, like this is what we're doing. So um, I didn't leave just in case they, he does drop some project. You could probably make money on it, I would think. So I'm just kind of uh, hanging out by the wayside. But bro, there's people in there like, like Sansa's in there. He's doing the, he's hooked up to the bot. Like a bunch of people that I like really like are hooked up to this Discord, Twitter API connection that, farms engagement like half the people that are liking and commenting don't actually care about what these people are working on go ahead alan you, yeah, um, yeah. um that i'm in that creator thing too uh but going back to last night discuss my, my brief discussion with you guys i'm not a huge fan of discord so uh, i use it as as a necessity and i don't navigate it outside of that but chris let me ask you something because um I don't know. I don't know if we've talked about this on a personal level, but um, it, it, I don't hide the fact that I'm new to Twitter, new-ish to Twitter. Um, and you know, I mean, I've used other platforms of social media, and this has never been my forte. So I'm kind of learning as I go along. So I'm not familiar with the process of engagement farming. I mean, I, I I've heard the term and I <clears throat> loosely understand it, but what do you mean? Like, what what is a process? How are they? Okay. cheating the system yeah, if so you will because i'm trying to do it organically and i, I want to stay doing it organically i don't want to cheat but i want to understand the processes that they're using so can you teach me yeah there's a few different ways you can do it and ivy would have some insight too because i think he's gone down that rabbit hole as we all have oh but yeah there's like a few there's like a engagement from tweets that are just 
low value, but the algorithm tends to push them. GM, who's active, whatever. That's like level one, pretty harmless. It is what it is. Then there's the second level, which is just like a Twitter group. So there's a lot of Twitter groups you can actively join. You Google it, you'll find a million of them that there's these rules set up. So you post your tweet, everyone has to like, comment, retweet. And if you miss, like if you don't do it like two or three times, you literally get removed from the group. So like, it's like 400 people all engaging with each other's content because they literally have to, or otherwise they get removed from the group. But no one cares about anyone's thing. They literally only care about themselves. So it doesn't actually serve your brand any purpose whatsoever. Dude, this makes so much fucking sense yeah. now. Oh my God, it has all just become so clear. Like I, I do the GMs too, and it's like loosely trying to just communicate with yeah, people. Yeah, and that's it's like a very, very different present. thing. Like I get that. Yeah. But the so that okay, so that I that's crazy because I see like this one account, this one guy that I, I follow, then I unfollowed, and I'm sure you guys know him. It's Bark, Bark Meta. Basically, Bark Meta. Yeah, he's like the um, king got, engagement farmer. Yeah, he follows so me. Like, Dummy the flex. This guy, this guy, literally tweets out the dumbest shit, and he gets so much. It's like, I don't know, what well, well, fucking picture of a toe, and I'm like, what, well, <laughs> dude? And people are commenting and retweeting, and I'm like, did I fucking fall into uh, this weird dimension where? Nothing makes sense. Like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Why is that hot? Why is that a hot topic? Why does this guy get so much fucking engagement? And here I am, racking my brain, trying to spit some dope fucking alpha, like actual actual content of value, something of substance. And this guy's like, what, what do you like on your pizza? And everybody's like, oh, my God, engagement, engagement. And I'm like, I want to fucking eat a bullet right now. <laughs> See, that actually came from, like, the – you weren't around for this, but the Shillin' Villain – uh, and like Bark Meta, they were like yeah, the one. Yeah, I know too, and they're 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 somehow they're they're married together. They do something. They are. Like yeah. They host spaces. They've like started that era of asking that question: Who's active right now? Like they're kind of the ones that started that trend. So like, I guess if you're the one to start the engagement farming trend, you can own it. But the thing is, is everyone else that follows after, you're just getting this like the shorter straw or whatever. The, you know, so many analogies for that. So. I, I hated it. I used to be one or someone who did all the GMs and stuff. I, I stopped it. I, I am cool with a few GMs. I love GMs still. I still reply to them. I think like it's a great way to st keep connected with people. But I don't recommend doing them every day. I've been trying to get Pat to stop. <laughs> but I you know I don't want to like control anything. And then I have something on the engagement farming. There's one thing that never no one ever really hits, but I always hit it because it's exactly what I did. I farmed other NFT communities like. Back in the day, when I first made my Twitter account, I was in Solana, mostly that ecosystem, and there was this account called Dronies. It was my first ever project. I literally set that as my PFP, and I'm like, I'm on a journey to follow every Drony. I'm on a journey, like, da-da-da-da-da. Like, I was trying to, like, you know, personalize it, but, dude, I am telling you, I, it was so stupid. Like, I got so many likes and stuff on those, those posts, and then as soon as I was like, all right, I'm ready to go and infiltrate the next community. Thought this was a great plan. No. It sucked. Everyone from that journeys community completely stopped. And it was because, you know, I'm not interacting with the community anymore. I'm not on that journey. So it's like, oh, okay, this doesn't work. But I still kept doing it and I kept gaining followers. And so, like, my first like a thousand followers were basically like not organic at all. I, I mean, yeah, I was in the community. But the thing is, I wasn't interacting with the community like a healthy way. It was just, please follow me. Please, please, please. Like, 
you don't want to do that. And Alan, I'm not calling you out here, but <laughs> I am saving you so much time. I don't want you to go down the rabbit hole I went down. I know that you do it. Like the follow, uh, I know you're actually an ambassador for one of them, which that makes sense. Right. But like other ones, that's where it's like, I wouldn't recommend doing it. I think so, you should be the ambassador. So I, I love, I love this alpha coming from you. This is, this is fantastic because I, I, I've been dwelling on some things lately pertaining to this. So last night in, in uh, at the dinner party with you guys, we discussed uh, PFPs and the fact that I solely purchased this alien friend as a way to farm myself to try and pick up followers. And I also bought a plague frog and staked him. So this going back to, so I actually really do kind of like what plague is about. You'll see me saying, I'm not on a journey, but you know, I'm following all fun apes holders. I really like fun apes. I am a brand ambassador for Simple Freaks, and I like Alien Friends. And then there's another another project that I'm in love with called Galaxy of Color. So the five of those, you'll see me show them a lot. Um, but all of that being said, I'm not going to, like you said, I'm taking your advice. And, and part of it was my own thought that I don't want to do it, but also you reinforcing it makes me not want to do it now. I think I do just want to go back to my regular PFP that was the caricature of me. Um, because then I can say, hey, I like this project. I still want to follow all alien friends or all, you know, whatever. And I'm still me because that way I can show my face. I'm doxxed. I mean, you can find me anywhere. I don't care. I have nothing to hide. But that way you can see me as me in my PFP. But then I'm also showing support for one community. And I'm not binding myself to a community by having that, P, you know, that, that PFP. I can say, hey, I'm Alan. And I like fun apes and I also like galaxy of color and, and I'm a brand ambassador for simple freaks and, and it gives me variety. And hopefully there are enough people out there that can respect that, you know, if they want to be, you know, 1000% in and have their PFP and hardcore about it, that they could at least appreciate that. I like their project and I like other projects too. So, I like that. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 Chris. I actually just one thing because yeah. you're talking about uh, the PFP. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is your show. Jeez. But um, literally, I tell, I stress this with my youth. I bought the youth to make connections and also to gain more attention. Like, I'll totally admit that. But like, it's just an element. It's just another element added on to my other elements that make up my account. Like, if you are going to do it, just don't make it a big element. You know, you should focus more on your content, on your authenticity, which that's why I honestly would support you going back to your older PFP because, I mean, that that's just you. Like, no one else has that. You know, it's it makes sense. But I also, if you do the alien friend, that's cool too. Just keep the alien friend, but just focus on your content and, you know, not, you know, post like I'm following all, all the alien friends. I would suggest one post like that, and that's like it. But definitely, you know, do your own thing. But Chris, I know you're about to say something. Yeah, buddy. Here, let's do this while I speak. How's that? Okay. It's beautiful. Yeah. What is the theme music, Chris? Bring it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like the background music when I speak. It's like my thing. You know, Flourish got the, like, the photographs on each tweet. I got music behind me every time I speak. Um, but Alan, so I actually am going to blend the two worlds here where Ivy and, and uh, you're coming from. I'm gonna turn this down a little bit so you can actually listen to me speak. There we go, that's the sweet spot. So here's a strategy that I kind of liked and I've kind of uh, started doing. I think it's a nice idea to find a project you legitimately really like that has somewhat of a community. Like Utes is a good example. Like Ivy obviously actually likes that community. 
you you actually become like at one with that community and like if you choose too many like five is a lot it makes them everyone feel kind of like like who does he really like like it does make it seem kind of like like you know you have like five wives so i kind of like the idea of going behind like one really strong community that goes hard and like really diving in and adding value but like a smaller project might be good too so example there's like fangang is a really good example the goats would be another one where it's like these smaller communities that have decent engagement like if i post my fangang say like gm or anything easy 30 to 50 likes comments it's smaller but it's still solid and then you really get involved with the project. Like I actually host every Wednesday, the official Fangang um, Fangout space, which that draws anywhere from 20 to hundred people, right? Because they have all these people on, they have a lot of connections and they bring other projects in. And like my accounts discovered through that. And like, I'm deep in Fangang. Like I swept the floor. I, I spent like almost an eighth. Like I have like a ton of them. So like, I'm really deep in that community. I really like them. And like, now they really support me even on a team level, like the team supports me. So it's, if you can get behind like a single project that you legitimately love the art, you like the team, you like the community, you embed yourself there and you basically engagement from them in a positive, like a different approach where it's like, it's actually really genuine to you and the project. So I'm in like a special group chat now with the Fangang team and like, they'll willing to like, if I asked them to, des to design me a PO app for this space, they would do it. Like, the first space they designed me a special pull app and i really like that concept of like get, getting in with the project and um having them support you you support them the holders love it because you're adding eyes you know even if it's just in your bio the picture of them and stuff like that and the last thing very very final comment is there's a show i i joined it's called um nft afternoon it's put on by two goats that's the name of the project and like they sponsor like the goats actually sponsor their their thing and all the holders come in and listen to them them talk and do their thing and uh, like it, they don't talk about the project ever really but they're still being supported by that community so it's like you know alien friends exact same thing there's the alien friends radio that blew up dj and tunes are the same thing it's like smoky and utes literally blew up from getting behind utes and starting a radio show so the idea of like getting behind a single one and going all in. I really like that concept. I also like that concept just because the founders, when they see that they want to empower you to keep building, like, you know, you brought up a great example with Smokey. There's another one, Jordan. He's another you holder, great account, great content, great spaces. I mean, like just great people. And they, the founders like literally are like, you know, Frank and, um, all of those, I'm trying to think of the CEO's name, but all of them, they talk to uh, Jordan and them all the time about how we can help you grow and like keep getting more eyes on you. They don't even talk about getting eyes on Utes. They talk about getting eyes on them because they know it'll just end up bringing it back to them. So if you can get in a position like that, Alan, that is like amazing. Like Chris, you're so right. Hit it right on the nail. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go against the grain here. Um, I, I value that feedback i think that's important um that you see it that way i don't um and and you know if this <clears throat> stunts my growth then so be it but i'm not the type of guy i'm not going to marry myself to one community because and by the way i love fang gangs and i've actually had my eyes on a few of them but my my i've spent so much eth lately uh i, I kind of need to re-up but i got to 
we're house shopping. I really need to kind of refocus my finances, but I do want to own some fan games. Regardless, uh, I don't – it's weird because I understand the thesis behind that. I get the theory, and, and, and there's nothing better than the backing of a, of a strong community. And my journey, the way that it started here, it started in crypto, and I envisioned myself – you know, I've got transactional analysis books here, and I, I kind of – wanted to I, I had this this weird envy for bitboy crypto and i loved his youtube channel and i'm like man i want to do what that guy does and and he kind of started my journey here and and it's evolved ever since then i've always liked artwork and nfts and this has kind of gone away from crypto and more towards nfts for me and then now i'm looking at what i really want to do here and what i've what i've the conclusion that i've drawn what i've finally come to is that i really want to start writing a lot and build my sub stack. And I want to, I want everybody to be able to read it. I want the backing of every fucking community. I don't want to marry one community. I want to say, Hey, I'm here to talk about mental health and how you can be a better professional, how you can be successful and how you can join communities. And what, I mean, every project short is here to make money and build a community. What if all these communities, what if some people teamed up? You know, what if what if the gods and fucking Yuga Labs teamed up, then what would happen instead of being out for themselves? What what could they do together? You know, so I don't even want to just write about NFTs and, and Web3 in general. I want to talk about mental health and, and so many other things. And I feel like if I marry myself to one brand, which I've kind of already committed to Simple Freaks, but it, that's that's a mental health thing anyways. Um I feel like some people would be like, oh, well, that guy's not on, you know, he's not with us, so fuck him. No, so I, kind I, I don't of, think it like, plays out like that. It's a marketing strategy because reality is, like, you have to get your eyes in front of things. So when I do the fang, the Fangang space, it's not all Fangang people in that space. There's a lot of them, but they have other projects on, and they discover me. I don't write a single thing with NFTs or Web3. None of my content is about that, but it's really just – it's about getting started. It's literally like you can divorce after four months. It doesn't matter. It's like you need a foundation. Like it just—it's just getting that foundation built under you somehow, some way. Because there's a lot of people writing that same kind of content, same as me, same as everyone writing. And it's like you could have the shittiest stuff stack out there, but if you get in front of the most people, you're gonna have the most success. So it just comes down to thinking about like how the fuck can I get my thing in front of people? That's it. And the hack we have in Web three is these projects. But the problem is all the really big projects like Alien Friends, like they have their supporters and stuff like that. Like it'd be hard to get in those. So I think there's an opportunity with like mid-tier, mid-cap, small cap to like just support it, build a little bit of like you might you might go in there to the community and find five people who really like you and support you that when you move on, they'll continue to follow you. Like there's people like I, I, I went into goats hard at first. And I probably took away three connections from there, but they're like really strong connections that I still am and nourish in to this day that have led me down a lot of paths. So, um, you know, both ways can work. A hundred percent can work. I would just put um, thought into exactly, exactly how you want to do it, which you're doing actively. So it's just, um, just don't think you're marrying in one project and only that project will see you because it, it actually won't pan out that way. I see. No, I, I, I get that. I see your vision there. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Um, and, and there's probably a lot of validity to that, but I've seen, uh, so, so the galaxy of color, I'm one of the OG holders. I was whitelisted and 
um, three of the people that were involved in the actual founding of it, they, they talk about, you know, they, they GM me, they speak on my content, they communicate with me regularly. And at the same time, the founder of a, a um, Carmelians, I don't know if you're familiar with them. Yeah, they're um, fucking then, dope. I own a bunch of those. I, know, I love them. So those, those, they're awesome. So uh, the, the creator of Carmelians, um, and then another, like one of the guys on the Discord, uh, I can't think of his name right now, he's from Pittsburgh. They communicate with me all the time, regularly. And then there's three or four people that uh, enjoy my content that I speak with regularly from the Fun Apes community. Um, now, granted, I don't have hundreds of people from one community, but I have seen what you speak of as far as I feel like if I, no matter what, what I'm endorsing at the time, they like me and my content for me and my content and not, you know, pushing it. So, but you're right. I'm, I'm sure, I mean, you've been at this longer than me. So who am I to say that, you know, to, to just kind of toss your theory out the window and that's great. And I'm going to take it into consideration, but as of right now, my way is, you know, it's slow and steady, but it works for me. So I, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's but no I right mean, or wrong. There's like, there's no I'm gonna, right or wrong. I'm going to keep, there's a methodology here. And I'm, you know, I mean, none of us can crack the, the code and the Twitter algorithm, but um, I enjoy what I'm doing. I like, you know, all the different communities that I'm involved with. And I am tempering it because I'm like, man, if I bought a Fangangs right now, then see, see, now I got one, two, three, four, five, you know, I got all these things that I'm involved with and all these, I'm like, my portfolio looks fucking messy, man. Cause I'm like, I'll buy one and I, I, I'm this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, organization is, is key for me. So when I look at my NFT portfolio, it's like I bought three GOC this week, then I bought a fun apes and then I got two. Uh, and now my portfolio is all out of whack because if you look at it on open it's like, I got three of these and two of those and three more of those. And then two of these. And it's like, I want them all to be categorized together. <laughs> it's driving me nuts. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm just going to bring up something that a lot of people say. 99% of projects are going to fail. So when you get the opportunity to take profits, take profits, Alan. I'm just going to throw that out there. But I wanted to talk more about the, uh, like, the project and, like, how you guys – like, I am my – like, so, Alan, you're kind of, like, I want to be kind of universal. I don't want to marry just one. Chris, you think that you could marry one for a little bit, divorce, kind of bounce around to me – I'm not even going to lie. I look at the project that I'm getting into as like marrying a part of my niche. Like it's just an element of my niche. With the people in Utes, it's a bunch of builders. It's a bunch of creators, a bunch of people that are super active in the Web3 space. And that's exactly where I focus my content. I mean, I'm talking about networking, effective communication, and mindset. Things that builders need, things that community managers need, spaces hosts need, like things that I I just know that is in Utes. So, and then it just, it helps me get a higher conversion rate. Like you were talking about, hey, maybe I don't get like 100 people from one community, but I get like 20 here, 20 there, 20 here. I do. I get like 200 people from Utes to come. Like I just focus so much on that conversion rate because it just it just meshes well with my brand in this project. And if I see a project like that that meshes well with me, then like that's the move. So that's just what I've learned from my experiences. And like, exactly, Alan, like, we're just sharing our shit. Like, none of us have this down. I love that. Like, we should just be going against the grain, all of each other. We should be punching each other in the face, figuring the shit Agreed. out. Like, I love it. No, it's it's super good. No, I love that too. But I also, I just want to follow up because I don't want to think like I just like join one community, fire them and then dip. Like, when I join, I actually have a very good um, motive. And with Fangang, I feel like it really actually hit for me. Like, my Fang is like, he's like, a symbol of my brand now so i'm using him forever i'm not dipping from from that community just to kind of put that out there 
No, I feel you. No, that's what I was thinking too. I, I have the same way with my you. As soon as I got this, I knew this is going to be the face of my brand and it will be forever. But Alan, I see you. What's good, brother? Yeah. So no, I mean, I, I think to Chris's point, I think, and, and even yours, you know, like if it's a big enough community, then it makes perfect sense to do that. I understand that. And the, the fact of the matter is, is that if you marry yourself to fangs or to Utes, you know, is the rest of web three is the rest of the NFT world forgiving enough or envious enough. Like, I mean, and it seems that they are like, I mean, people respect the fact that you have a Utes because you know, it's a good project and they're not cheap. So people are like, Oh, wow, this guy's got a Utes. So people outside of the community are like, you know, wow, he's, he, he's at least got the money or the foresight to have invested in a good project. So he must have some good content. So that I feel like that's a benefit for you. Um, and I don't knock what you guys are saying. My thing is also though, um, I don't think I can afford to get into a community like that. I mean, alien friends seems to work for me. People respect the fact that I got that, but I also, I like, I want to be able to take, you know, my Twitter handle or even like my Substack and make a window cling and put it on the back of my SUV and drive around the neighborhood and know that no matter who it is, whether it's web three or some jackass that saw me at the fucking grocery store can log on and read my content and find something that pertains to them or something of value to them. Whereas I feel like the NFT community and Web3 were looking through this 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 glass, this window at this large group of people that are in this world of technology. And I want my content to go beyond that, if that makes sense. And I don't, I, and I mean, sure, I mean, marrying myself to a fucking project isn't going to relate to the guy at the grocery store. I get that. I'm just, I'm just kind of speaking out loud here about, you know, envisioning where I want my you know, my writing and my, my content to go. So I'm just kind of, you know, talking off the cuff here. Yeah, I feel you. I do too. Oh yeah, no, Chris, you got it. So, and I you take this too. So the way I've kind of, I've, I've thought about my NFTs now as mascots, which is why I changed my, my picture. Like I am me, my content is me. And it's, most of it has nothing to do with web three or NFTs. So when I'm, I'm creating content for shorts, reels, and um, TikTok, like, these people have no idea I'm in the NFTs or Web3. I make occasional content because I feel like once you establish yourself, you can talk about whatever. So like I made a, a video about why do people buy NFTs in 2023, right? That's something that anyone could actually watch. And I talk about A, it's financial arbitrage and B, it's community. But then the next 10 videos are have nothing to do with Web3 or NFTs at all. And like my logo is just a picture of me that kind of cartooned a little bit. But my fan gang is just like a mascot. It's literally a mascot that I could turn it into a stuffy and maybe put a shirt on that says brick by brick, like, and that's where I got the color scheme from. So I think of NFTs as like your your like your mascot that represent the thing you're building, which you could put like if that was your alien friend. That's the one thing like that gets a little dicey is people outside of Web three would see your alien friend and think Alan, but everyone in NFTs and Web three see that and think alien friend, which that's the part that I didn't like. Because um, we did a space the other day with this project and they were using their gutter rat to represent the project. But I'm looking at them like, I'm just thinking of gutter rats. Like you're actually not really building a brand for yourself. You're just building up gutter rats more. So that's where things get a little dicey. And I like the idea of, you know, using it as a mascot. Go ahead, Ivy. Yeah, I got you. Actually, Alan is going to respond to that. But what's good, Alan? Oh, no, I was just going to say I like that, too. That's kind of why I want to go back to my my PFP. I like the um, the mascot. But yeah, keeping your own persona, I think, is for me, it's important. And like you, that was a great point. 
people outside of the community see they would see alan and they'd be like okay there's an alien there but inside the community they'd be like alien friends let's go you know <laughs> it's, it's a different it's a different world it's a different take see alan you're also in a better position too because you kind of have figured out your niche like you want to talk about mental health and like wellness so i simple freaks is a great place to be like that's a project that makes sense to be in so that's why i would suggest like looking for more projects like that because it all comes back to your time like you could use your time would be more valuable in a in the projects like Simple Freaks than it would be in a project like I don't know. Let's say Utes. I mean, I, maybe they're not mental health really related. So it's just like the fact that you could be using it more wisely. I think Simple Freaks is where you are using it very efficiently, and that's why I just like think about that a little bit. That was one thing that I ended up coming back to when I started finding my niche. I was like, where can I put my time that's going to be more beneficial for me, and that I'm not like wasting it. So. But yeah, I just want a little take. But Chris, I see with the hand up. I, so I had put my hand up because I was just too excited. I really like that point. It's like aligning yourself. Like everything you do kind of speaks to your brand message. So if I could, I would use my V friends because the V friends to me represents exactly what the fuck I'm up to. Like Gary really preaches the things that I resonate with, which is like consistency, discipline, just like doing the thing you want to do. You know what I mean? Like happiness. Those are the, my core values, which V friends very much aligns with, but you have zero commercial rights. You can't build your brand around these characters. He's in control of that IP. But I think that is something that if I could, I would have just used V friends because it, it like, it would actually build to my message even more. Um, you know, I've, anyway, that's all I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be more concise and shorter. People like it when you're, when you don't, when you're concise and short. So I did, Sometimes I just stop myself dead sentence because I'm like it's something that I'm working on. Gary V's a fucking goat though, man. I mean, I've 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 followed that man for years. There I would follow him to the fucking depths of hell. <laughs> he inspires me so much. I just love everything he's Bro, about. sell all your he's shit. Buy a V Friends series too. That's what you should do. So no, and, and, and get backed by the V Friends community because the people there, like that is a fucking huge loud community that literally resonates with everything that you're talking about but yeah but that was a great great point about the simple freaks thing and um they actually have a pretty a, a pretty bang in discord um which i you know i jump in there daily just because i'm, I'm uh you know community manager brand ambassador for them so i get in there and kind of show my face daily and uh, i keep my my laptop open and my discord on just to kind of show that you know since i'm involved i'm there um, but maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe I should take some of the stuff that I'm writing and, and kind of get in there in the chat, the general chat and, and kind of, uh, really become more of a face in there and, and build, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a great point, man. I hadn't really considered that because, you know, my disdain for discord. So maybe I should start using that as a tool instead of hating it so damn much. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have a much higher conversion rate. I'll tell you that. Like, let's say you put a message like that in alien friends. Like, yeah, you might get some conversion, but if you put that in your, in your, uh, I keep forgetting the name, but in the simple freaks, uh, if you put your content in there, I will tell you your conversion rate will be so much better. I mean, getting it in front of people that actually will connect with it and actually like, like that content, it's, it's just the move. So yeah, I, I definitely suggest that. But Chris, so, I do have to end this soon. I told my girlfriend, Ashton, we would do a shorter episode today, but there's something I want to put out oh. there. Um, so I, after our discussion, and this has been on my mind. I decided that I want to tie all my communities together 
through like an open edition, man. Ooh, open edition. But hey, it's going to be free. There's no cost to this. But I want to have a token that like all my homies have. And if I want to reward them, I will. And one of the things I'm thinking of is the first thing. Like I have two V friends. I'm getting two V friend tickets. I'm only one person. It's nothing for me to give those away, like the second ticket to one of my holders. Like that's an easy thing I can do. And I can token gate stuff. Like it just makes sense for me. So I'm going to drop like an open edition mint and just spam the hell out of everyone who holds something from my previous sloth friends abstract originals make sure they all get it and if they dm me in six months they missed it like i'll have a bunch that i can just give them um but so i i, I have a discord open alan i know you love discord and in there i'm posting different art and if you see something that you think looks cool or be good for that let me know and i've also added i pay for mid-journey so i added mid-journey in the discord so if you want to use mid-journey and you're not paying for it I think you can join my Discord and use it. I don't actually know, but it's in there and you can do the prompts. So A, that token thing's happening, free mint. And B, if you are an artist or you like AI or you have a concept, like drop it in there, let me know, and I might even just use it because I need all the help I can get because I want to I wanna love this thing. And it's not going to be like, um, it could be PFP, but it'd just be one. It's like a single token. You know, I'm probably going to get it... Um, animated so it spins probably and um so that's what I'm, that's where i'm at so if you have ideas definitely let me know um i'd love to be involved in that i have mid journey myself uh on my server that i built um i don't know how long can you use it for free though because i know at some point after you've created so many different artworks that they start charging right well i pay for it so i'm not really sure to me it's like i don't know I, it's like i pay it's i'm on the entry level thing it's like 10 bucks a month I use it a lot just because it's fun. So I'm hoping the fact that I pay for it somehow benefits the server, but I haven't looked into the details of it. Yeah, I mean, I can I can log on right now. I, I mean, I just I just did. Uh, I created some some uh, like gargoyles and some robots the, just the other day, uh, and they haven't charged me as of yet. Um, I made a portrait of a troll named Flea, which you can see in the server. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Well, Chris, I don't want to keep you from your girlfriend too long. She might think you're cheating. So, <laughs> one hundred. But Ivy, Alan, Dan, if you guys have ideas, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Make this happen. We'll do, brother. Um, yeah, I'm ton, I'm full of ideas, man. I'll, I'll shoot as they come to me. I'll shoot them your way. Appreciate I'm sure you will be able to do something with it. <laughs> you got a bunch of idea guys up in here, always ready to talk. Oh, and real quick, Dan has with a bad one this morning. He hashtagged his tweet bricked up bro he literally hashtag bricked up bricked up man i'm gonna start using that hashtag in all my tweets i love it i love it maybe i have to toss one of those in one of mine bricked up <laughs> oh that's coming watch my next tweet then i don't know what it's gonna be but it's gonna be bricked there's gonna be hashtag bricked up guaranteed i love it alan thank you guys for showing up on a saturday morning these are the real supporters these are the homies you'll get extra raffle tickets for the v friend ticket this is crayons available on spotify itunes c-r-e-a-n-s